Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Dread Podcast Network presents... What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on, you know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared? No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Hello! And welcome! And welcome! To Kim and Kat, Kim and Stay, Kat alive, Stay Alive, Maybe! We're a horror movie comedy podcast. <laughs> I thought you were frozen for a second. Oh. We're going to tell you the entirety of a movie, spoilers and all. Uh, this week, I'm Kim Burns, and I'm going to tell you the movie. And this week, I'm Ketrin Porter, and I'm going to listen. Who knows who will be next week? New iterations of ourselves. Indubitably. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Uh, your messy bun is impeccable today. Nice work. Thank you so I always, much. I always appreciate a good messy bun. Um, it's, it takes, um, many, many days of not washing. Just mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's the trick. Yeah. I mean, for people that don't have bun hair, it's like, you know, the messier the bun, the more the, the, if it looked like it took no effort, that's the one that took the most effort for a messy bun. <laughs> well, this took no effort. <laughs> Oh, I guess it's just me. I guess Kim is just a perfect messy bun goddess. Cool. Goodbye. It took the opposite of effort. It took not washing my hair for the longest amount of time and being really hot. That's you it. You are really hot. Yeah, I'm You're glistening right now. Catherine <laughs> uh, um, told me right before we started, she's like, great. Um, I have a bunch of questions to ask you on the podcast. And I was like, what? Yeah. She, apparently she's about to quiz me. And I got I am, nervous. I was like, you. don't I get to hear them in advance? What? I'm about to quiz you. Okay. So we are, uh, I'm about to ask quit, ask quiz, ask quiz some Kims, uh, about the HBO show, Mayor of Easttown. Mm, okay. So, so good. Okay. Spoilers so spoilers are coming. Start right now. now. I will then we'll put in the show notes where the spoilers end. So if you're listening, you'll know what to skip to. Well, you just you said they started it. now, so they already stopped listening. Right. Well, whatever the fuck. Um, they'll <laughs> sure. be in the show notes. <laughs> They're not um, listening to you, Catherine. They stopped. 
Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, okay. I'm skipping. I Well, let's start with the, the smaller question first. Guy Pierce is in this. Mm-hmm. He is a pretty big name. Okay? Mm-hmm. I was waiting up until the very last episode for like what his kind of hook was going to be as a character. And I'm thinking purely from a Hollywood perspective that it's like you sign a big name like that. It's interesting that his only purpose in the show was like as a side story love interest. And I just wanted your thoughts on that. I mean, I'm sure there's one million movies and roles that he's played where a woman was that. So his turn. (laughs) Yes. Um, I'm more referring to from a story perspective. Those instances don't make sense to me either when it's a woman. I, I couldn't understand what... Because it's not about him. What do you, I don't now. I don't understand the question. I thought you were asking like, oh, as a Hollywood star, why did he no, no, no. do it? Because we're because we're watching like a crime drama, a like a a, a a caper kind of. Yeah, he seemed like a red herring character to me a lot. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what was surprising to me because it wasn't I don't know it was it was interesting that he was in it like I don't feel I didn't feel that way at all also I think Guy Pierce is like just like doing roles he wants to do mm-hmm. like he you know has that new indie horror coming out the seventh day or whatever mm-hmm. oh okay but you know what I mean like I feel like he's not the heartthrob anymore Really, mm-hmm. like he's a good, good-looking older man, but like he's probably just like I want to do cool acting roles. Like I want to, I don't know. Like yeah. I'm sure anyone who read this script was like, I, I want to be in p- this. Put me in, however I can. Yeah. To be honest, like that's how I would feel about it. Yeah. I mean, Kate Winslet said it was like her most challenging role she's ever done. I, I, I have no question about. I mean, she was a revelation. So yeah, it I mean, I don't know. Incredible. He hasn't done much recently that I know of besides that indie horror so like I don't know he's probably just just along for the ride doing acting doing the acting thing okay all right I love it that was maybe he's friends with Kate maybe he's friends with I don't know I don't know the guy I haven't I haven't met him personally so could be a myriad of reasons yeah that's true (laughs) all right here that was warm-up question okay here's the most important question yeah, that was that, a... that question never popped in my brain at all. I'll never even. Okay. I was like, hmm. uh, although I think it is a good red herring because he is such a big star that we assumed something was going was to come, come of it and it didn't. It, exactly. Yeah. Where the other uh, people were kind of more unknowns. So it's kind of like, like yeah, ooh, he's see, this killer. is what I wanted to get to here. This is where I was. I just wanted to I wanted to be a fly on the wall in the writer's room. So here's the cast my. Here's my what would you do? I was, again, if there is anybody that is still listening, I'm about to reveal the end of the show. So be warned. Uh, 
it was really interesting to me that the character of Lore was like, why couldn't you just leave it alone? Mm-hmm. It was my son. And I initially was like, this is Kate's job. Kate's job is to find the killer. Kate's job is to reveal the truth and bring justice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then I slept on it and I said, I'm really torn because knowing the whole story, Mm -hmm. I know that this is a moral gray area. I'm fully conceding that. The idea that this little boy was responding to trauma in such a knee-jerk way, trying to process information that he was far too young to even have the capability to process. Yeah. And the fact that it was, in fact, in his experience, um, an accident. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, he did bring a gun, but an accident. I wanted to know if it was you and me and it was my son would you let the husband stay in jail because ultimately you could trace the entire incident back to the husband, that this would have Mm -hmm. never happened? Uh, Or would you be so uh, tied to the truth that you needed to bring my son in? I would bring the son in, but not for that reason. Uh, And same same if I was the mom. Uh, I can guarantee that that son say the dad took the whole thing Mm -hmm. that kid is 100 percent becoming a drug addict Mm -hmm. and probably either killing himself or ODing Mm -hmm. before he hits the age of 20 yeah like there's no way the guilt of that kid he's not gonna he's not the guilt of quote-unquote getting away with it at that young of an age you can't survive that right you can't like you right. just can't. I understand the the idea of protecting him, quote unquote, all these things, you know. But like, I actually think, and especially in that neighborhood, in that neighborhood, which yeah. to be honest is also a truthful thing about the Philadelphia area, with how many people were fucking drug addicts there. Mm-hmm. I know a ton of people that have OD'd, like from my high school and stuff. So like, yeah, there's zero percent chance that guilt would not have fucking ripped him apart from the inside out. I so, don't disagree with that at all. So I guess my next question my is, reason. how would you maneuver it? I, I don't know. That would just be. I mean, I'd, I would probably maybe talk to Laura first. Yeah. Yeah. It's because it, it also hit on the thing of like that we talk about where it's like staying alive physically versus staying alive emotionally and mentally. Yeah. And it was like. I found myself agreeing with you where it's like either one ended in lives being ruined. Like Mm. keeping that secret would have ended in some way with lives being ruined, bringing him in for something that I don't know was really his fault. Also ruined lives. Mm -hmm. It was, um, Really yeah, like, I mean, I wouldn't want him to go to jail for, like, the fucking rest of his life or any. I, I, it's so tough, man. But, uh, yeah. 
Uh, but he still killed someone. <laughs> Can you mean like? I know that's that's where I'm like. <laughs> even if it's an yeah. accident, and I get like that it's because of his dad, et cetera. You know what I mean? Like, I he mean, still there's still somebody. like manslaughter as mm-hmm. accidents. You know what I and mean? And he so. still it was still premeditated to an extent. He mm-hmm. had to go and he had to get a gun, get a gun, and he had to steal that gun. You know, like it was uh, it was well done. Obviously, I thought it was. Amazing. You heard it here first, folks. Mayor of Easttown <laughs> was well done. That was so good. I loved the relationship between Mayor and Laura. I really did, too. I loved it. Mayor reminded really me of my too. cousin so much. Like, I loved all the accents. They weren't nailing it completely, but they even said it in the um, the making of or whatever. They talk about the O's being, like, the hardest one, and those were all the ones that, like, struck my ear where I was like, something's mm, about the Not O's. Not quite but, like, um, Yeah, they talked about the dialect. Uh, I love that fucking actress that plays Laura. I know. August Osage County. She, for me, is the, the first time she made a huge impact on me. Did you watch that? Mm-hmm. I didn't. No. And she was nominated for um something for that. Okay. Like, she's, like, really good. Like, she's, like, on this level in that. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's – you can come back in now. Go watch Mayor of Easttown. And then you can come listen to this conversation again. Um, that was all I had. Um, yeah, I thought it was so good. Uh, what else? I don't know. I, I was just excited to have a Memorial Day and do fun mm-hmm. things. Um, oh, yeah. You're, in how long would you say had it been? Our friends since... like texted to be like, hey, like I'm having like a couple people over for a barbecue if you want to come over. And I was like, I am interested um and like for anyone who works in the restaurant industry knows you often work holidays um and so it like I almost like burst into tears just being able to be like yeah yeah I'm off I'll be there yeah like so often I have to be like no I can't because I'm working like I the, the response is always I'm working to mm-hmm. all the holidays fourth of July like you know even just weekends like it's just so often and I was like <laughs> This is so cool. I'm so excited. Yeah, that must have been so, so freeing. Yeah. yeah. I remember that that same feeling when I was working like a nine to five in an office. And then I, I quit that to sort of be part time, be flexible. And uh, I had that feeling when I was I had a really bad cold. And I was like, I'm not going to ruin anyone's day if I just don't work today. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> not working today and it was like so fucking freeing yeah it's crazy it's great um cool a- uh i'm very concerned <laughs> slash curious based on the clue that i saw for this movie uh i'm trusting you with my heart i hope that i put it in the right hands <laughs> for anyone who doesn't yeah. follow us on instagram it was a cat <laughs> mm-hmm. uh so i put a little poll in Patreon, because I had like a bunch. I mean, I have hundreds of movies on my list at this point, but I kind of went back to the beginning of the list and I was like, these have been on here for like a minute. Mm-hmm. So let's like cross one off. And this was the one they chose. So thank you, um, patrons. Very excited. Uh, this is Alien. Oh, great. <laughs> Very exciting. Can't wait. From here we go. 1979. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to put like an alien. An alien? I thought it would be yeah. too easy. Yeah, I'm very curious as to, on you guys. as to where this 
Cat comes into play. It's directed by Ridley Scott. It's um, written by Dan O'Bannon, the screenplay, and then the story is also Dan O'Bannon and then Ronald Shushit. Shuss it. (laughs) Shush it. (laughs) Shuss it. Uh, I'm very glad that I, I think it might have been a couple weeks ago, I was talking to somebody and I, and they were talking about Alien. I was like, oh, I've never seen it. And they were like, we are watching it right now. <gasps> I can't remember where I was. It doesn't matter. But I was like, no, whatever. So you didn't, right? I'm like, bitch, it was on my list. You're not allowed to watch a horror movie without checking the list I first. did not. I did not watch it. That was one of the reasons. But it was just very humorous Thank that you. this just came up. So. <laughs> Okay, dead or alive. Okay. Captain. Dead. Um, Kane. Dead. Third officer. Dead. Lambert. Alive. Parker. Alive. Brett. Dead. Ash. Dead. What? Dead. Dead. <laughs> Jones. Alive. Great. You're great. Okay. Had you seen this before? You know what? I don't Couldn't know. Couldn't tell me? Yeah. Uh, I've seen yeah. an alien. I think <laughs> that I thought I saw alien, but uh-huh. I might have seen aliens. Mm. But I might have seen this. Those are two different movies? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's alien and aliens, plural? Yeah. I think Are they the of the sequel. same? Oh, that's the sequel. Okay. And then cool. there's, you know, I think many more sequels. So I can postmortem it definitively for you. Um, but also I'm not, I don't know. I've seen an alien of the, of the series mm-hmm. movie. I can't recall yeah, if it was but this I mean, one or not, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, like, I have fairly recently, like, within the, like, I saw it in the theater, The Babadook, and I was able to tell Kim, like, I think you can do The Babadook. Like, I don't, I I remember liking it. I I know what the dude looks like. That's about it. That's about all I remember. So, you know, who knows? Speaking of The Babadook. Happy Pride, everyone. Yes. Baba Shook. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Um... All right, well, we start on space. Oh, dear. Alien space. Oh, right, because it's aliens. Yeah. Yeah, we're in, we're in space. I, okay. We're in space. All right. Terrifying. So um, it's kind of slow credits, and there's, like, it's actually a really cool, like, credit sequence because there's just, like, like, five little lines up top all just, okay. like, parallel to each other uh-huh. and then as it goes on those lines like slowly turn into the word alien oh that's cool it's very cool then we see a big spaceship <gasps> and on screen it says commercial towing vehicle the nostromo crew seven cargo refinery processing 20 million tons of mineral ore course returning to earth Oh, mineral O-R-E. O-R-E. I was waiting for the rest of this sentence. I got confused. Nope. Got it. That's it. So now we go inside the ship. 
and we're just doing a bunch of different shots all around. It looks like, you know, an a 80s spaceship. spaceship. Mm-hmm. So it has the Got doors it. that kind of like, mm-hmm. um, and just like metal hallways everywhere kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's all just empty. We're doing a bunch of different shots all around. And then we go to the, <laughs> what I call in this moment, the main driving area. Okay. <laughs> which I think later gets referred to as the bridge. Ah, yes. <laughs> but I was like, you know, where they all main sit driving. and do yeah. the boop, 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 beep, beep, boop, boop. Then they yeah. drive. I get it. Drive it around. The cockpit. Yeah. And we're kind of just looking at there, but it's all still dark. Um, and then all the computer screens kind of like turn on with like a noise and like light up and it's like, beep, 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 and then it stops and then a door opens and we like slowly go into a room and the room like slowly lights up and there's pods all around in a circle and they okay. open up with sleeping people inside. Oh, them. good morning. Hello. And the people like slowly get out like, oh. Cut to our crew at the breakfast table. So we have, uh, let's see, the captain. It was Tom Skerritt. Do you know him? Probably. You'd recognize him. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Brett and Parker, who are like the fun guys, and they do like the mechanic stuff, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is Howard Dean Stanton. Know mm-hmm. him? Probably. I know him because Eric Morris, my old acting teacher, like came up with him in acting school. Like he, he would always talk about him and Jack Nicholson. Like they all kind of like went to the same acting schools together for a while and like came, oh, that's up, cool. came up in Hollywood together kind of. Very um, cool. So anyway, Brett and Parker. Um, so like Brett is Howard Dean Stanton. He's like wearing like a floral shirt kind of thing. And Parker okay. has like a headband on. Um then there's our friend Ridley, mm-hmm. played by the fantastic Sigourney Weaver. Love it. Um, then there's a guy who has kind of like a uniform shirt on. This is Ash. He's like the science guy. So Ridley guy. Scott named one of the characters after himself? Oh, did I say Ridley? Ripley. Ripley. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> still still pretty close, Ridley. Pretty close. <laughs> Ellen Louise Ripley. So then there's uniform shirt guy. His name's Ash. He's like the science guy. Mm-hmm. And then there's a uh, like short haired woman. Her name's Lambert. And then there's, I think, British guy named Kane. Okay. Parker and Brett, like fun, fun guys, um, are all like talking about like, hey, what about those bonuses we're supposed to get? Like, because I think everyone else is getting like more money than them or something. They're like, ah. what about getting us a bigger bonus? Da, 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 you know, whatever. And then kind of like a little like beeping sound goes off and they're like mother, which is what they call like the ship, basically, mm-hmm. like the computer of the ship wants to talk to the captain. So captain goes and like does all these fucking do, to this area and has to like put this here to bloop, 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 to a Bunch door opens. Okay. And it's this little room that has just blinking lights all around it. Uh-huh. And you just sit down and you like go talk to the computer. Weird. And so this is Mother. <laughs> I love, like, it's so interesting to watch, like, movies made in, like, the 80s, basically, 70s, 80s, even probably 90s, of, like, 
the future and science. So it's like these people are literally like space traveling. Mm-hmm. You're just like living in space. But like the computer looks like I'm playing the Oregon Trail on it. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? So I funny. Do. I do. And I think about that with like fashion too. Like if you look at like 1950s where people are like the fashion of 2020 and we're just basically dressed in aluminum. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, these these people are dressed just exactly as we still are. Okay. Do do we know what year it is actually? Like do they say it? I don't know. Okay. I think it's probably a good idea. Mm -hmm. Uh, So – yeah, so it's just like across the screen, like literally just like green little boop, boop, boop across the screen. Right. So he writes like, what's the story, mother? Uh, so he's talking to the computer. But we cut to the crew all getting in their flight seats and doing their job, uh-huh. you know. Uh, so they're, you know, all have business to do. Yeah, space business. Space business. Yeah. And they're talking space to each other. Space, business space, space business you know, space, technical shit. But, um, you know, they're all doing their job. And, and Lambert is like, where's Earth? And Ridley's like, this isn't we're, this isn't our system, which I didn't understand that. I'm pretty sure she meant solar system. Solar system. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I caught that on the second watch. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm going to go ahead and say that I'd like to always know where Earth is like to always be aware yeah where earth is so then they're trying to reach traffic control which is antarctica traffic control Mm. so they're like calling and there's no response So real space is calling to snow space snow space yeah (laughs) hello (laughs) we're supposed to be in you but we're in us (laughs) right so basically they're not where they're supposed to be like they woke up being ready to be like time to land on Earth, okay, and we're like not in our solar system. Basically, hate this. Okay, go on. Um, so Parker and Brett are like down in the maintenance doing worker shit, buddy, buddy. And now we're all together again, kind of in like the main area where like the the breakfast table kind of was. So we're all together, and the captain says, "I'm sure you guys have noticed that we're not home. Um, right, <laughs> we're." Like halfway there or something, basically, mother changed course. Mother! Because <laughs> I was like, a, what's his name? Psycho. Mother! Oh. Mother! <laughs> so, because um, he, I'm already thinking of memes for you to make. So, uh, mother changed course because basically, they intercepted a transmission of an unknown origin. And basically, it's a it's a beacon that repeats the same thing every 12 seconds, pretty much. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they're asking. Like it's, like a, it's like a one of the radar things, like a boop boop, like what you're talking I about? I think it's a sound. Okay. Okay, basically, so they like just, like sonar. There's some transmission coming from somewhere that they picked mm-hmm. up on, um, but they don't know where it's from. And they kind of ask if it's human, and they say it's unknown. Okay. You know, so they want to go check it like basically that's why mother changed course so they could go like investigate or check it out or whatever and parker who's like the one who was asking about bonuses and stuff you know it was like hey oh hey hey hey, this is a um commercial ship 
not a fucking yeah. like rescue ship. Like, okay, okay. That's, uh, let's talk about those bonuses again. Uh, yeah, let's not know, send a carousel that, uh... cruise ship to go save whales. I don't know. I lost it. What? I lost it halfway through. I'm sorry. Keep going. Car- car- <laughs> cargo ship. Yeah, what I would have gone So, you know, basically, he's like, I'm not going to we're not no he's like we're not gonna go like fucking check out space shit for (laughs) no money you know what I mean like what are you talking about that's not our job right and ash who's like uniform science guy is like actually there's a contract um there's a clause in the contract and it says that any possible intelligence must be investigated or the penalty is no money at all death Oh, no money at all. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. So question number one, what do you do? What do they do? I mean, I like, uh, okay. They go. I was about to say that I like money. But the amount that I like money does not equal how much I'm terrified of space. My my terror of space overpowers my love of money. Why did you so take I'm, this job in space? It's odd. It was a terrible choice. It was an <laughs> awful idea. I don't know why I did it. I lost a bet and was drunk. That's the only thing I can think of. I hate it. No, thank you. So you're going to do this whole space job and get zero dollars. Okay. Well, I'm not going to do the job. I'm going to be like, drop me back off at Earth. That's not how this works, honey. Earth is, like, a year away. Okay, so then do I have a choice then? I don't know. I'm asking. If I don't have a choice, if I have to do it. in general. Yeah. No, you you have a choice. It's just that you would make no money. Like, not that you don't get a bonus. It means, like, they take all of the money. That's the rule. Right, but what I'm saying is, like, I'm on this ship, and I can't get off of it, and I can't go home, and I can't, you know what I mean? Yeah, the question is, like, them. So, like, you, yeah. Then I guess I'm going to do the fucking job so I can get some of my money. Point for them. Yeah. You asshole. (laughs) I'm like, I don't want to. You're like, let me talk you into it and then not give you a fucking point. What the fuck? (laughs) I I actually already (laughs) marked it down, but you kept going. So I was like, I'll keep going with it. (laughs) Uh, well, the the thing that you were trying to do is not an option where you're like, drop me off at space and come back at space at Earth and come back to here a year later yeah. or two years later. Like, yeah, that was it was one or it, there was two options. Yeah. So they're like, all right, I guess we're going. So basically, they're taking like the little ship to it, you know, mm-hmm. so they have to like disengage from like the big cargo ship or whatever and so basically they're all gonna go flying down to, so there's like i don't know what ship i don't know what ship this is this is this is because there's also like a shuttle that's like much smaller but this is like the medium ship I guess. okay the okay the 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 goldilocks ship yeah yeah <laughs> so they take this and fly it down to like the planet question mark i don't know what the fuck this is i guess right yeah Uh, or meteor or moon or something something. yeah i don't know what constitutes a planet i don't know either so 
the crew's in the Goldilocks ship, mm-hmm. and they're doing space technical business. Sure. F- you know, f- flying and talking about radaring and mm-hmm. um, the 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 just go Real here, space do stuff there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's making me realize just how little I know about space because I was like, I can't even think of space <laughs> things to do. I can't even think I also of- don't even know. <laughs> like, I feel like most of this could have just been made up words. Yeah. A lot of times where they're like, okay, yeah, use the Google meter to um, check to the atmosphere of the... Fourfuls. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd be like, yep, that sounds... Yep. That's what spaceships that have. Sounds like it to me, too. Okay. So they're going down, but it's like hitting some turbulence. They're like doing the like float hover down to land sort of thing. And they hear like metal creaking. So they like lost a shield, but they keep going. Again, no. I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> and then they're like, okay. No, not the shield. Not the shield. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, take her down. And they count down like eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And they're like, okay, kill the engine. And they're like landing and they touch down and it's like crash. Like it's like yeah. a hard landing. And like they all are like, Vroom! and like the whole thing shakes and the lights go off and they're having to use like fire extinguishers. And they're like, what the fuck's going on? And Brett and Parker, like the secondary cooling unit, three to four cells are gone. No, not three to four cells. <laughs> exactly. That's what this whole movie is. I'm right. just like, yeah, okay. you tell me what's happening because I don't yeah. know. You could literally you t- tell me anything. Yeah. You tell me when to be scared. Otherwise, <laughs> it's just going to be just a, one solid level of fear. <laughs> so they're down in the mechanical area and... They um, they got to do shit to fix it, which they also use a lot of words about. Mm-hmm. And they're like, um, how how long is it going to be? Like Brett and Parker are talking. They're like, it's going to be about 17 hours to fix this. And like the, the team is like, how long is it going to be? And they're like, 25 hours. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah. And so now we see like the outside of where we landed. And it's like dark and just like windy like very loud windy like smoky almost you know like it's just like (gasps) just fucking space horror you know space horror yeah now the crew people are talking and they're like talking about the transmission that was coming through that they're going to investigate Mm -hmm. and they say there's no change in the transmission but all the other channels are dead um so they turn on the floodlights outside so they can mm-hmm. see some stuff. And the transmission is about like 2,000 meters away, which is how many feet, Catherine? 1,600. 1,600 feet. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the sun comes up in like 20 minutes, they say. Who knows which sun? And they ask about science guy, like what's the atmosphere like out there, there you know? And he says it's mm-hmm. almost primordial. There's, like, nitrogen, a ton of CO2, methane. There's, like, a rock lava base and, like, coal deep below. Shit like that. Wow. More space horror. Yeah. Space horror horror is horrific. Space horror is the most horrifying. That is the last place I want to find myself in space. (laughs) Yeah. So British Kane um, volunteers to, like, be in the group to go out 
uh, short-haired Lambert's going to, and the captain. So those three. Mm-hmm. So Ash is now alone inside, and he does like a little like almost like pumping himself up kind of thing. I don't know. Like <laughs> okay. but he gets to like sit in the seat that like looks out, and it has like the they're on video and on audio, so he's kind of like their connection to the inside sort of thing. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Time <clears throat> out. I just realized I'm going to do a bracket of like the scariest places to find yourself. So it's going to be, you know, things like Leatherface's house, oh, space, underwater, whatever. Ugh. I know what wins mine. Mine is space. Close second, underwater. Mariana Trench, uh, which What's are Mariana similar. Trench? The, the myth. You don't know what the Mariana Trench is? (laughs) I've never heard of that in my life. It is. Look at my. I'm tearing up. It is so scary. Spacey? It is the deepest point of the earth that we know of underwater. Oh, yeah. And it is so deep. I mean, we don't know. Underwater was my second. It's like, in, underwater for me, even m- minus the Mariana Trench, I'm like, that's pool. second for Kim me. Kim is like, no, thank you. <laughs> not a strong swimmer, you guys. Yeah, it's so scary. The Mariana Trench. Okay, I, I will that's postmortem. Like, that's water space. Yes. I will postmortem the Mariana Trench for this episode for you. <laughs> it is so scary. Okay, continue. Wrap it. Snow Mariana space, Trench and space. Underwater space. Space yeah. space. Space space. All the spaces. <laughs> All nightmares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, uh, okay, so the three, you know, our team going out, put on, like, their space suits. Right. And go outside. Super loud, super windy, dark nighttime business. They've got flashlights. Ash is inside at, like, control, basically watching them. And uh, I just wrote the three of them are walking through a nightmare. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Parker and Brett are inside fixing shit. Um, Ripley goes down and kind of like checks on them to like see how is it going, what's going on. Da, da, da. Are they walking like on the moon or is there gravity? There's gravity. Okay. So is it like earth gravity basically just for my – for later on in questions? Felt like earth gravity. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I didn't – they didn't tell me the numbers of the gravity – uh, but they're walking with the same sort of gait and weight that one would on Earth from what you can see. Yes. Great. That's all I needed to hear. They look more like Earth walkers in spacesuits than moonwalkers in spacesuits. Got it. Cool. Parker, Brett, and Ripley are talking. And Parker's like kind of talking about wanting more money again because all this shit we're doing. Yeah. And, you know, basically kind of saying, oh, if we find something, like he wants a share or whatever. And Ripley is like, you're guaranteed by law to get a share. I don't know. They're kind of like joking back and forth a little bit, you know, kind of, you know, like busting each other's balls kind of. And she's like, why don't you just fuck off? And they're like, huh? What? What? Excuse me. Um, (laughs) And she's like going back up to the bridge and they all kind of like laugh. So, you know, we're all friends here. Um, Outside, can't see shit. Inside, Ripley and Ash are talking. Wow, I really wrote Ridley a lot of times. It's interesting what my brain was doing. Wow, fascinating. So Ripley and Ash. The autocorrect of your hand. <laughs> so true. The autocorrect of my hand is a fascinating autocorrect. <laughs> yeah. It's 
Wow. Uh, it can't really even word. be called autocorrect. No, it's yeah. More like, it's, uh, more auto, like auto mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> auto homonym problem big right. time as well. The amount of yeah. times I write another word that I know is spelled the other way, but I'm already writing. But it's you, too late. I gotta move on. Yeah. The movie's you. still going. <laughs> so Ripley and Ash. So Ash is in that like control area. Mm-hmm. Ripley somewhere else, but they're talking over the the speaker system or whatever. And she's going to run the transmission again to try and identify it because so far, like, Mother hasn't been able to identify anything. And then we see a little orange kitty. <gasps> hey, baby. Who's like their, their spaceship cat? No, babe. His name is Jonesy. Jonesy? <gasps> Jonesy was on the dead or alive. <laughs> so, well, it's a being. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, God. Okay. So the sun is now, like, coming up in the distance, but it's, like, still completely dark. It wasn't wasn't the beautiful sunshine that we often experience. There's sunrise that we often experience. It was was just the horrific. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was the horrific nightmare sunrise. Yes. Because it's still, like, (laughs) the sun just, like, roars as it comes over the horizon. (laughs) I'm here. would suck so they're all walking and they see ahead of them like a downed giant other spaceship question mark oh and it's almost like horseshoe shaped um like it's like a u sort of thing Uh uh-huh and ash sees it in the video as well um and he's like i've never seen anything like it so it's nothing that we recognize, and it's okay. monstrosity, huge. Okay. Monstrosity, <laughs> got it, got it. <laughs> that, was an, that was an auto brain correct. Yeah, mistake. I, yeah, I heard it. Auto yep. mistake brain. But luckily, um, I I can auto correct Kim's brain. That's true. So yeah. Uh, question number two: What do you do? What do they do? Uh, well, okay. So I think I need a little bit more clarification if you have it, that I understand that Brett and Parker are like, this isn't our job. We are a cargo, did you say? Mm -hmm. A a cargo ship? Okay. So they're a cargo ship. However... It is written into their contract that they have to investigate any communication. Is that what I'm understanding? Yes. Also, okay, so- Brett and Parker are not involved. So when I say they, I mean the three that are outside. Like, right, right, right. No, I'm just Parker saying like, like doing fix it shit. Yeah, I'm just trying to understand like w- what what our goal as a crew is, I think was sort of what I was seeking clarification on. Yeah. That like, basically they received extraterrestrial information and they are obligated to investigate it as a crew. Yes. Okay. Football fields. How big is this ship? Mm, Many. All right. I guess you'll just have to tell me if this is available to me or like some version of what I'm saying is available to me because I think what I would like to do is a rover type situation where we do not go in but we send a robot 
in to kind of look around and investigate while we are safely inside of Mother in her protective womb, if you will. Well, Mother is up in space still. But the, oh, the, but the, 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 the Goldilocks, Goldilocks ship. You can go to there. Yeah. Yes, I want to go to the Goldilocks. Uh, <laughs> okay, so that's what I would like to do. I'm not going to go in with my person initially. They... And then, like, how far away are they from it? I mean, walking distance. Okay. Not, not, you know, not. Uh, I think they're just going to go look. Straight up Goldilocks style walking into a bear's house, you dumb bitch. There's bears in there. Yeah! ding. I love that. Look, I don't know that Rover is available, but let's give it a shot. Yeah. They're going to go investigate. Lambert actually wants to leave. Like, she's like, I don't, I'm not into that. And yeah, me too, Lambert. Let's go. Goodbye. But Kane, who's the one who, like, volunteered, you know, was like, well, we've come this far. Like, we should do it. So they continue onward. And now f- the um, audio video that Ash is receiving is getting really choppy. So he's, like, <gasps> losing connection with them. No, and no. losing connection to like see what's happening. <gasps> so they get to it. I hate space. <laughs> and the ship is huge. And they're climbing around it. It's now basically like static for Ash. And they're looking around. It's all very dark also. So mm-hmm. like I don't I fucking don't know what the fuck's going on, you know. But Kane sees something different. So he, like, climbs, like, a wall of the ship and goes in some other area. And they're like, what is this? And it's, like, a giant something that I believe is a fossilized alien life form. Oh, no. But, like, big. And they're like, what? Like, too big. Am I getting the sense that it's it's too too big. big? And the bones are, like, bent outward, kind of like it exploded from the inside. And they're looking around. (laughs) And Lambert is like, I wonder what happened to the rest of the crew. And she's kind of like, let's, let's like, get the hell out of here, you know? Yes. But Kane's been looking around, and he finds something else. What? Cut back to Goldilocks. Riddley is... (laughs) Is... uh, uh-huh. <laughs> has been working on the transmission. She says, Mother deciphered part of it. I don't think it's an SOS. I think it's a warning. And she's okay. like, I'm going to go out and tell them. And Ash is like, what's the point? Like, by the time you do, like, they'll already know if it's a warning or not. <laughs> I was like, that's one way to look at it. <laughs> yeah. Sir? But it's also it's also the way I, they made their bed here and here they're out there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, like I don't want to go out there, but like you're a dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back to the three in nightmare space. They um, basically they see like a cave almost that they can go like down into. Mm-hmm. So they like tie up Kane and they're like lowering him down on like a rope. No. No, I hate this. 
How far into this movie are we? Six minutes? I hate this. <laughs> yep. So he's going down. It's like super fucking hot. He's like, it's like the tropics down here. It's like the tropics down here. And he's oh. like, gets down there and he's like, what is this? So it's like a big, like open cave. He had to go down like into it, you know? Yeah. And it's all dark. He has a flashlight. And the cave is like almost like completely enclosed. It was just like that opening. And he's like, there's these leathery objects down here and they're kind of like big and dark and he's like they're like eggs or something so there's like a couple lines of them like kind of like he's like on like a shelf almost and there's like lines of them below Uh um not too far but like a couple feet below basically right and so he's like kind of looking near them and he's like there's a layer of mist covering the eggs and it like reacts when broken like when he puts his hand like in and out of it you can kind of like see a little light okay space magic Uh uh-huh and so he's like doing all that and then he kind of like slips and like tumbles down further so then he's like in the egg area and they're like you okay he's okay and he's like walking around these big eggs and like just like investigating one and he's like it looks like completely sealed like there's like all like there's lines at the top but it's all like closed together okay and so he touches it and it's like an electric sizzle almost oh no and now he's like looking at the egg and like inside vaguely you can almost see like movement happening It's very Mm -hmm. dark. You know what I mean? It's almost like through very thick layers. You're just like, and he's like, I think there's organic life in here. And then the top part opens up. (laughs) Question number three, what do you do? What does he do? I hate this. Opens up like a a big flower. Like a beautiful, terrifying space flower. Yeah. Uh, I hate this. Um I think he looks inside like a fucking masochistic idiot. I am going to be like, nothing down here, nothing to see. I pull me back up. Goodbye. Thank you. I think my my space cowardice is really going to come in handy. <laughs> I think so. I want to take zero chances. I want to stay in my sleep pod until we make it back to... Yeah earth (laughs) just freeze me up and shoot me home please yep yep so he looks over into it and it's like this slimy veiny kind of thing and then it jumps on his face (laughs) no cut to ash in the control room now finally seeing the three headlamps coming back so he like runs to the door and captain is like now radioing to Ripley and they're in, you know how like, you know how space works where they have to go into like the first area. Yes. And like then be seal able it. to let, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. The airlock or whatever. Yeah. 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 So they get to the airlock and Ash is on the other side, like ready for them to come in. And, you know, so the captain is telling Ripley that an organism attached itself to Kane and he needs the infirmary, infirmary like immediately. And so he's like, open the hatch. Question number four, what do you do? What does Ripley do? I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to be like, you motherfucker, alien face, you're staying in that fucking airlock and you're not coming out. 
until we're going to observe you and like we're keeping this whole shits contained. Uh Actually, no. Fuck it. I'm in snow space. I'm ruthless. Sorry, buddy. You're aliened. Goodbye. And we're leaving. Oh we're leaving. I'm so sorry. We're leaving. Um, I think she... maybe she tries my airlock idea. Which is what? Like keeping him like like locked off, like separate from everybody else. is two half points okay um i have a feeling your soul would die if you did that i don't know snow space um makes me pretty pretty upset so (laughs) (laughs) i'm doing a lot of soul searching about my feelings about space right now (laughs) she is like hold on now you know the rules like 24-hour contamination like we have to have a, a quarantine because you know, we could all die if if we let you in and it affects the ship. Here's hoping you don't have something that appears 25 hours after you're exposed. <laughs> and she wasn't letting, like, any of them in. Like, she's like, right, you right, all right. stay there. Yeah. And Lambert is like, let us in. And Ripley's like, no. And the captain is oh. like, that is an order. Let us in. Do you copy? And Ripley's like, yes, I copy. The answer is negative. I love her. She's, this is like who she is. I love her. Yes. And then Ash opens the door. No! Ash! Fucking idiot. Cut to. What an ash hole. Ash. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Cut to them cutting the helmet off of Kane. It's Ash Uh and the captain. They're in like the infirmary. And so they take it off, and on his face is <laughs> it's like a, it? it's what like a it? yellow lizardy spider that oh. has like basically it's like the outside is fingers like that around uh-huh. the face on each uh-huh. side. Uh-huh. And there's like a weird spine right down the middle that just oh, has like god. long legs coming off it, like, like like my fingers. Oh god, I hate this. Like my fingers, and so that's attached to his face, right? Like this, right? And then it has some type of tail situation that mm-hmm. looks lizardy that is wrapped around his neck, <laughs> and it's like pukey yellow. Pukey yellow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's upsetting. Yep. And, like, as they take it off, the helmet off, like, we see, like, the tail, like, tighten a little around his neck. So it's, like, strangling. It's on a lie. He's, like, yeah. I'm. Yeah. And it's not I'm just here like, for the long haul yeah. on this space. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, like, I want to be here. Also, I'm alive. Great. So, of course, they're all, like, what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. Um. The rest of the crew, there's, like, a window that you can, like, see through. So they're all, like, in the hallway outside, like, looking. Um, Ash is going to, like, cut one of, like, the finger leg things. Mm -hmm. So he, like, slowly just starts to, like, grab it with, like, a metal-y grabby thing. 
Mm-hmm. And as he like clamps onto it before he even tries to cut it, the tail starts to like tighten around the neck. Ah! <laughs> and they're like, we're not going to get that off without ripping his face off. I <laughs> feel, I think this is good for all of us to know. I feel a ruthlessness bubbling up inside of me like nothing I have ever experienced in my life. <laughs> and Parker is out in the hallway. Our friend Parker, who's the voice of reason at this point, And he's like, how come you don't freeze him? Oh, why are you guys not going to freeze him? Like he just like okay. yells it at them a couple times and they like just ignore it and never ignore answer. It. Now, does he mean freeze his whole like. I think just the like person freeze the whole thing, thing, the whole thing until we get home, I guess. OK, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's just being like, let's basically he's like, let's hit pause. Yeah. On life. OK. Yeah. I like that. I yeah. like that. I thought it was. I agree. OK. So now they're going to put him in the scanner machine, which is future MRIs, I guess. I don't know. Sure. And so they just push him into a thing and close the box and then like lights go up and down his body. And it shows something on the screen. I don't know what's happening, but the captain mentions about something down his throat. And Ash is like, maybe they're, it's feeding him oxygen. So... Basically, they're like, it paralyzes him, puts him in a coma, but keeps him alive. Fuck you, space. Honestly, fuck you. <laughs> and so the captain is like, what the hell? He's like, we, we got to get it off. And but Ash is like, hold on. Like, we don't we don't know anything because like if it's feeding him oxygen and we take it off, that could kill him maybe. Mm-hmm. And captain's like, well, we need to take that chance. And, like, Ash is straight up, like, you'll take responsibility for it. And he's like, yeah. So they're going to use, like, a little laser thing to, like, cut the leg fingers. Okay. A little laser light. So they go to the first one and are like, and then acid bleeds out of it and falls onto the ground through the floor. So now Captain runs out of the room to the hallway and... He's like, it's going to burn through the hull. So the whole crew now is like running. They go down another floor. It's still there. Down another floor. It's gone there. So they like go down like three or four decks. And the acid has been bleeding through and just dripping down until finally they get to a place where it's stopping. So it didn't go through like to the outside, which is phew. Did you just, did you just, did you just. You need to go back? Did you just talk to me about space acid? Yeah. More like, you're going to put me in space, and then you're going to have me deal with space acid? Yeah, it's more like um, acid blood. I hate this. Okay. Yep, yep. But it stopped at, like, basically it didn't, if I'm understanding correctly, it did not create a hole in the, in the, the outside part, of the ship. It didn't go to, to the, the outside, outside of the ship. Okay. Yeah. All right. So they get to the part where it's basically stopping. It's still kind of dripping through a little bit. And they're all like, oh, 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 and they like put like a pen up there and it starts like kind of like smoking. But like it, it stopped basically. Okay. And they're like, wow, like I've never seen that except like molecular acid. And Parker's like, yeah, it's a wonderful defense mechanism. Oof. So Captain's like, all right, Brett and Parker get back to fixing shit. So they're doing fixing stuff. 
and they start to try it. They're like, turn it on, whatever the fuck it is. And it's still right. kind of cranking or whatever. So it's not fixed yet. <laughs> and Parker's just all like, we shouldn't have come here in the first place. But like the sooner we patch this up, the sooner we go home. Because like this place gives me the creeps. Like we need to voice of reason. Parker. Thank you, Parker. You deserve your bonus, man. 100%. Back to Kane, who's just, like, laying in the infirmary, like, on the table. So it's just, like, a table in the middle of the room, basically. Right. The alien on his face, his alien mask. (laughs) And now it's, you know, everyone has left, but Ash is in there, and he's, like, looking at stuff on the microscope stuff. Mm -hmm. And Ripley comes in and kind of looks, and she's like, what is it? And he's like, I don't know. And turns it off, and he's like, do you want something? And she says, yeah, I just want to have a little talk. How's Kane? Okay. And Ash says that he's holding, no changes. And Ripley asks, how's our uh, guest? And Ash says, well, you know, we're still collating. (laughs) I wrote... uh, Confirm that the outer layer, and then I just wrote science in quotation marks. <laughs> he just says a bunch of words. Yep, I get the And best. that it is shedding cells and replacing them with polarized silicone. And so it's like has prolonged resistance to adverse conditions. I don't know what any of that means, but I hate it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. It might make sense later. Okay. So... You know, she starts to look at it and, like, he tells her to stop touching, like, don't touch that. And, you know, basically goes on about its science shit about it and is, like, it's basically end of the day. It's one tough little son of a bitch. Okay. And Ripley says, and you let him in. Ha-ha! Yes! Ash says it was a direct order. And Ripley says, when Captain Arcane are off the ship, I'm the senior officer. Queen. Basically, she's like, did you forget the science division quarantine law? Because mm-hmm. you're the science division guy, you know? And yeah. Ash is like, no. And she says, well, you broke it. And Kane says, or Ash says that Kane's only survival was to bring him in. But Ripley's like, but then you risk everyone's life. Yeah, that's the whole point of quarantine. quarantine. That's the whole fucking point. Like, yes. it's like, I'm very sorry that you might die in quarantine, but it is to save the greater good. Fuck yeah. this guy. God damn it. So Ash says it's a risk he was willing to take. And Ripley is like calling him out again, kind of saying like, oh, it's a pretty big risk for a science officer. Mm-hmm. And Ash is just kind of like, you know, you do your job. Like, let me do mine. So she leaves and he leaves. But I'm getting patriarchy vibes. Yeah, but she's just so badass because she's just like yeah i just wanted to um have a little talk like she's just cool calm and collected the entire time even though she's calling him the fuck out yeah i love it i love it i'm also realizing i would not do well in the military no 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 they don't like feelings there i don't think no i also don't like following orders that somebody can't explain to me why i'm following them yeah no that's it's not my it's not my vibe. Mm-hmm. Like and then there. and then space military? Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Can't do it. Yeah. Okay, also because so she, she is following. Like she's 
doing she's the playbook. following pro- yeah like she's following the rule that has a logical theory behind it as opposed to just like blind orders no but she actually he broke the orders like she's actually following the rules no i i understand logical or saying. not like she is actually just like she's like this is actually the the rule book right so now the captain is in the other area and Ash like radios to him and is like, Hey, can you come have a look at Kane? He asks if it's serious and Ash says it's interesting. So this is kind of like later, like time has passed. Yeah. You never want that diagnosis. (laughs) (laughs) So captain also like calls for Ripley to meet him in the infirmary. So the three of them get to the door. The alien mask is gone. Ah! Kane is still in a coma. The three of them go in and slowly start looking around. They keep that door open for far too long. Like I'm just like, close the fucking door behind you. Yeah. And so, you know, they're all like... Ash and Captain are on one side. Ripley's kind of in the middle, and they're all just like quietly, slowly looking. Did around. you learn nothing from having a cat on board? You can't just leave doors open. And then they're looking around, and then something falls. <laughs> yes. Captain had just knocked something over. Did you so. hurt yourself? So yeah, sorry. I got scared. <laughs> I hit my hand on my desk. <laughs> 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 but it's okay. Captain just knocked something over. Ash finally closes the door and they're looking with like little like pen light sort of things. And, you know, Ripley starts kind of like standing over Kane, like his face and is like, Kane. And we see behind her Mm -hmm. a little yellow alien tail drop down and then it falls on her Ah! and she falls on the ground and like backs away from it. And the alien just lays on the floor. Ash come over and pokes it and it moves. Yeah. But Ash is like, that just seemed like a reflex. Okay. So now they put it on a plate and start investigating it. And like, they're like poking at it and stuff. Like the, the inside of it, the part that was like connected to the face. To his face. And Ash says, it seems dead. And Ripley says, good, let's get rid of it. Hello. And Ash Goodbye. says, We've never seen this species before. We have to take it home for tests. And Ripley's like, it bled acid. Like, who knows what else it'll do, like, when it's dead. And Ash says, well, I think we can assume assume that it's not a zombie. Why? Why can you assume that? We can't assume anything. What are you basing that on? Are you basing that on Earth rules? Because we're in space. So the captain decides, Ash, you're the science officer. So your decision. Which, of course, Ripley is pissed about. So now Captain's like walking through the hallways and Ripley's like following after him, fucking pissed. And like the cap and like the captain's like, you're not going to change my mind, you know, like and she's like, I'm not trying to, you know, and he's like, look, I just run the ship like anything. Science is Ash's department. And she's like, have you even like worked with him before and I guess like he went out with a bunch with a different science officer guy and Ash was like replaced two, two days before they left 
so-and-so area or whatever. So he's like, well, that is suspicious. And Ripley doesn't trust him. And Captain's like, well, I don't trust anybody. So that he, Captain now is asking about repairs from Ripley. And she's like, they're almost finished. Um, and he's like, why didn't you tell me? And she's like, well, you know, he's like, that's, she's like, blah, 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 needs whatever. And he's like, that's good enough. And he's like, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah. So now the ship is leaving and they're doing ship flying talk again. Ship flying talk. Uh-huh. And they make it to space. And Parker and Brett are like, we did it. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so we're back in mother now. The okay. crew is all at like the table. Parker wants to freeze him still. And I'm like, yes, freeze him. Yeah. Freeze him. Yeah. Freeze him. Freeze him. Yeah. No reason not to freeze him. No reason. Brett and Parker are still having like cute buddy jokes and stuff like that. Um, Captain is talking about how Kane's going to have to go into quarantine. And Ripley's like, yeah, we all will. <laughs> and he's still um, like coma. Okay. Yeah. Captain is asking Lambert how far to Earth. And she says it's 10 months. <laughs> I hate <laughs> space. So Ash now buzzes over the speaker thing and is like, come see Kane. So we all go and look. He's awake. Oh, good morning, sunshine. He's awake. They all go in. He seems okay. Like they're like, how are you feeling? You know, and they're like giving him water. And the captain's like, do you remember anything about the planet or whatever the fuck we were on? And they're like, what's the last thing you do remember? And he says, I I remember some horrible dream about smothering or something. (laughs) Where are we? Oh, God. We're in. We're still in that nightmare, sir. Yeah. But. Yeah. We're on our way home. And they're like, yay. Yay. And he's like, yay, I'm hungry. Question number five. What do you do? What do they do? He's hungry. Well, I am going to. He's not. I'm going to quarantine him. Like, I do not want him around everybody else. Um, He can take his meals alone in space quarantine. They give him food. I guess. One and a half points. Okay. They're like, all right, one more meal before bedtime. And Captain's like, I'm paying. So they all go to the table and have, like, their big dinner before I think they pod themselves. This is a bad idea. So they get home. They're eating and they're all happy and talking about food. And Parker makes a dirty joke about wanting to eat something else. And whatever, they're a happy family again, and it's right. all great. And then Kane starts kind of coughing and choking a little bit, mm-hmm. like <laughs> choking. And he like lays down with his back on the table, and he's like choking and shaking. And they're trying to hold him down, like he's like almost having a Convulsing. seizure. So they're like trying yeah. to put something in his mouth. You know what I mean? Uh huh. And then he starts screaming, and his stomach squirts with blood. Ah. And then he's like convulsing. And out then of in, his stomach? Out? Out. Like, I don't know. He's wearing a white shirt. So it's just like all of a sudden there's blood on his shirt. No. And he's all like convulsing. And then an alien breaks oh. through his stomach. And it's the cutest 
cute little baby yellow alien guy. Does it look he... like the face mask alien? No, he looks different. He has the okay. same like little tail. He looks like uh-huh. like a snake almost, except the top part is bigger, like a a right tadpole snake combo, but puke yellow still. Oh, puke yellow. Okay, like, and lizard, came out of someone's lizard tail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he came, came out, out of someone's belly button orifice without stomach. permission. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and but he's got like a little face and little teeth, and he's like. Mm-hmm. And he just mm-hmm. looks at them, and Parker like grabs a weapon, and Ash is like, "Don't touch it!" And then the little alien baby screeches, and then he runs, but basically glides almost away. Uh, glides uh, 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 without touching the sur- the I floor. He's just like, Bleep! "Oh fuck!" I'm also learning something about myself. My love of animals does not extend to. Aliens. Nope. I don't know. I think if you saw this guy, you'd love him. He was so cute. Okay. Well, let's see. And now we just kind of have shots through the hallways and a voiceover of them being like, do you see it? Like, no, nothing. So now they're all at the bridge. Mm -hmm. And, oh, we're looking on the video screen. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's clearly of, like, the door to space area. Right. And it's Kane's body wrapped up. And they're like, anyone want to say anything? And then they oh, release like it into Oh, like funeral space. times. It's like space uh, funeral. Yeah. Space funeral. Wow. Space funeral. Okay. Yeah. Do you know that his body is just going to float infinitely yeah. forever? Yeah. It's crazy. I have active nightmares about that. Which is so interesting because you have you talk so much about how you give zero fucks about what happens to your body after you die. Does not extend to space. <laughs> I I am so fucking terrified of space. I cannot You're not in your to body you. anymore. I maybe. I don't know. I don't know what happens up there. So interesting, because every other time you definitely know, and you're like, I'd fucking do whatever I, with my body. I don't give I, a fuck. All my morals, fucking all of my love for animals, all my logic, everything goes out the fucking tree. window. Yeah, out the window when you put space into the equation. I'm not me. I'm not me when it comes space to space. Tree. No! <laughs> Get me out of space! I don't want to be in space! <laughs> All right. So all of this has happened. Question number six. What do they all do? What do you do? Like, what's your plan? Veterans <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> <Turns> dejected. <laughs> I, I guess I'm going to. They didn't find the little fuck, right? Mm-mm. Can mother drive herself? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She's always driving us. And like we're not all sitting at the bridge all the time. Okay. And I uh, Okay. So hear me out here. This is what I'm going to do. There appear, it appears to be some sort of freezing 
mechanism where like I can freeze myself but like still be alive didn't I think that's the pods I I wasn't completely sure but I think when he kept referring to freezing him that it was the pod thing okay like that's where they go basically the plan originally was like let's eat this dinner and then we go when they were like bedtime they meant pod ourselves for the next 10 months months we'll wake up and be at Earth, which is what they expected in the beginning of the movie was they were going to wake up and be at Earth. So, yeah, I think, like, okay. like it's a little time freeze pod. Okay. Uh, listen, I know that this is a risk, but hear me out. I'm going to be like, you know what? Let's go pod ourselves. Let's just lock ourselves away, send us to Earth, this is too far outside the realm of anything that we all can deal with. Um, and we'll wake up at Earth or we'll be dead. Either way, I don't have to deal with this. I'm going to either pass the baton when we get to Earth or I'll be aliened, which, you know, I'm willing to take that risk. I don't want to do this anymore is what I'm saying to you. Mm-hmm. I'm tapping out. Mm-hmm. Um, what did they do? So so basically they just sent Kane into space and there's and they never found the little alien thing. Um I guess they're going to keep looking. Are they going to go back to that fucking ship? Did they go back to the Do they go back to Do they go back to the ship? Do they go back to the fucking ship? <laughs> Tell me. Is that your answer? Yes. Um, I think I'm going to give you zero points. Oh, so they don't go back to the ship? No. Okay. All right. They're all together at the table talking about what weapons they have. Okay. So Brett is explaining a cattle prod to them. <laughs> uh, Ash has created a tracking device. That looks like a little handheld leaf blower, kind of. Sure. That detects movement, pretty much. But it it basically detects, like, micro changes in air density. Sure. Familiar. Familiar with it. Uh Uh-huh. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it has a a small range. Okay. So you got to be up on it to... Yeah. And when I say... Small, that's how I took it. They gave a number, and I didn't know what that meant. So I think she talks about it again later, I'll tell you. Two, it's like 200 meters, 2,000 meters. I don't know what a fucking meter is. I don't so either. It doesn't matter <laughs> to me anyway. <laughs> that's exactly how I felt. So I was like, <laughs> the way they talked about it, it felt not huge. So, yeah. yeah. We're going out in two teams. Okay. We've got Ripley, Brett, and Parker. Okay. Obviously, I like our this team. favorite team. Yeah, I like this We're team. obviously team this team. Yeah. And then Ash, boo, Captain, and Lambert. Okay. Oh, poor Lambert. The idea, though, is we're going to catch it. We're going to put it in airlock. And we're going to get rid of it out into space. All right. I think because we can't, we don't know what's going to happen if we try to, like, do anything to Cut it. Cut at it know, or exactly. do anything to it. Yeah, I Yeah, hear you. so Captain's like, you know, no hero- heroics, Parker, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to keep all the channels open. We have to, like, communicate. So our team, our friends, mm-hmm. are looking around. It's very dark, wherever the fuck they are. They So then 
Brett and Parker fix some circuits or something and lights come on. Still very dark. Okay. <laughs> Great. Ripley has the um, leaf blower tracker. Leaf blower tracker. Uh-huh. And so what happens is like it's just a, a, a leaf blower and like when something moves in front of it, it goes. Okay. Like that's how, that's what happens when it senses something. Okay. And Parker has uh, a, a net and Brett has the cattle prod. Okay. They are tracking and walking around and I guess it starts making a noise. Five meters. Five, Five meters. meters yeah. Which is the equivalent of uh, 60 paces. I think it's 15 feet. Okay. What is 15 feet? I don't know. Three of me. It's about three of me. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) So it's within five meters. It's making the noise. So they open the door to like this other room and they slowly go in. They're looking around and she's like, it's sensing movement like in this locker here. So they all prep, basically, like one holds up like the net, the other the prod, and uh, Parker's going to open the door. So they're like, ready now. And they open the door and it's like, something runs out and Ripley and and Parker are like, no, like, get it. It runs like past them. Like Brett lets it go through the net and they're like, get it, get it. And Brett's like, it's the cat. Oh, Jonesy. Jonesy. And they're all like, oh, it's the cat. Yeah, it's the cat. It's the cat. It's the cat. Why did you bring a cat into space, you fucking monsters? They needed a pet. That cat needed to not be in space. But it's a space cat. I hate this. So. But they need Brett to go get it so it doesn't pick up be picked up on the tracker again you know what i mean like they don't want to just like keep tracking the fucking cat over and over again so they're like go get the fucking cat so yeah so brett's going to get it in like some other area and he's calling like jonesy jonesy like you know and he hears a little meow he starts looking around and sees in one area something kind of like moves and then the cat like jumps down and runs away and something like fell on the floor and he picks it up, and it's like a yellow shredded skin. Of it's the alien. shedding! No! I hate this. I hate this movie. I remember when Ash said it sheds itself. I hate this. Question number seven What do you do? What does Brett do? Well, I, one thing that I would like to do is I would like to see how this organic matter responds to things. And I feel like testing it on the shed skin, I'm going to just see what happens when I cattle prod the skin. I just want more information. Uh, I'm so sorry. He doesn't have the cattle prod. He had it before. Oh. But then they switched around because he had the net then. Yes, the net. And and he's it, but he doesn't have anything now. He he was just okay. going to get the cat. Okay. Or he might have like a flashlight, but maybe he takes it. He's like, let's 
science it. Maybe he's like, let's science the skin, take it to the lab and science it. Um, I am going to just keep looking for the fucking thing. I don't care about the science of any of this. Zero points. God damn it. I'm not equipped for space. (laughs) No. I think taking it to the people and, you know, being like, hey, this happened, maybe some science shit, whatever, would actually be a great idea. Okay. He drops it back down and continues looking for the cat. Wow. Okay. So he's a space idiot. Great. Like, no. I would definitely not drop the skin. I'm like, I don't know if this skin's going to turn into its own little monster. We don't know anything. We don't know anything about this fucking thing. We are, we are, we are applying Earth rules to a space thing. And that's stupid. Yeah. And you're alone. Like, I would be like, bring the skin to the people. Yes. Don't, don't just keep looking. So, zero points. So he goes into some other area, which is like big high ceiling area that has like chains hanging down and like water dripping down. I don't know what the fuck this part of the spaceship is for. But he's like, here, kitty, kitty. Um, and he stands for a little like under the water, puts it on his face. You know What? Hello. Um, continues looking around. And then he sees little Jonesy on the ground. And he's like, come here, baby. And the cat comes out a little bit like hisses. And then we see something big and black behind Brett. Like, How big? come down from above. It's hard oh, to no. tell right now, but not the baby alien size that we saw out of the stomach. I can tell mm-hmm. you that much. Okay. And Jones is like growling. So Brett turns around and the all we see is like a close-up of like the mouth the teeth open and then the second teeth open inside second teeth no and then it grabs brett Ah! and picks him up like disappears it disappear okay i don't know we can't see what like it just he's gone okay so now the crew is all together at like the table area or whatever talking and Parker and Ripley, I guess, like saw part of it or something because now Parker's like telling the team, you know, it was big and it took him into the cooling ducts. And so now they know that it's using the air ducts to move around. Okay. And Lambert is like, well, is Brett alive? And Ripley's just like, no. No, I don't know. No, no, I can tell you that he's not. So the captain is like, okay, here's the plan. And he's looking at like the ship papers of the outline of the ship. Ship papers. Got it. (laughs) Sorry. I genuinely was trying to figure out what shit papers were. (laughs) And so he's like looking at the air, the map of the air shafts shafts pretty much (laughs) okay and he's like okay if we know it's moving around in the air shafts like 
there's one big opening so we can cover that and then we drive him into the airlock and we shoot him into fucking space and parker's like all right but that son of a bitch was huge and ripley's like come on ash don't you have anything from like the science department to don't you have any fucking, fucking help science ash Bro. don't you want to science it fucking ash and ash says well it's definitely adopted well to our environment um, but we don't know what happens when that environment changes. Yeah, we don't know anything. We know literally nothing. So what does he suggest and what do you suggest for changing the environment? I suggest shooting Ash and the alien out <laughs> into space. Uh, I am sticking with this plan that I like this plan of pushing it through it's the best uh, i mean it could be completely wrong but it's the best this is in addition to the the, he's like yes anding he's talking about the environmental change so hand in hand let's put all of our space suits on and let's suck all of the oxygen out of the ship and see what happens suck all of the air out of the ship and see what happens all of the suck something out of the air and see what happens. Let's change the environment again, see how it reacts. Sure. Give it a try. I love Great. it. I don't okay. know what would happen. He says. The point is, neither do they. No. He says, well, most animals are afraid of fire, aren't they? You don't know that this is an animal. This is a space creature you are applying earth rules to a space creature but i think that's how science works is you have to be like okay well this is what we know so let's try this so basically they're going into the one person's going into the vent and ripley says she'll go and captain says no ripley and ash you go to the airlock parker and lambert you go cover up that maintenance opening Mm mm-hmm Meaning Captain's going in the the ducks. And Ripley just fucking glares at him. Yeah. Because Ripley wanted to go? Yeah. Wow. So the captain goes and talks to Mother again in the blinky light room and the Mm -hmm. Oregon Trail computer. And he says, so this is just across the screen, request evaluation of... Current procedures to terminate alien? Question mark. Okay. And mother says, unable to compute available data insufficient. So he says, request options for possible procedure. And mother says, unable to compute available data insufficient. Well, you're fucking useless, mom. And he says, what are my chances? And mother says, and then mom just laughs. Mother says, does not compute. <laughs> and that's when I just start laughing and swan dive myself out into space. <laughs> Goodbye. See that's ya. actually the most terrifying thing, though, because then you're alive floating in space. I mean, I don't, I'm, I've lost my mind. I'd rather be dead floating in space. Yeah. Than alive. For sure. So, 
Ashton Ripley are at the airlock, ready to shoot that fucker out. Parker and Lambert are at the maintenance hole. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. You can't. <laughs> every, you don't know what anything is here. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. all just maintenance mechanical hole, looking yeah. whatever the fuck. So captain's in the ducks with a flamethrower. Okay. And Lambert is tracking him on a computer screen, which is truly just a grid with a blinking dial. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I love it. You have died of alien. <laughs> Fire does not kill alien. Alien <laughs> kills you. Goodbye. Oddly enough, you also have dysentery. Oh. <laughs> and your horse drowned. What? <laughs> Weird. So the captain's going through and he opens the hatch to the third junction and he goes in through that little hole. And he tells Ripley to close all the hatches behind him. So Lambert now can see Alien on the screen now, too. Some other blinky dot. Also in the third junction. So Captain keeps on moving. Because he's trying to lure it, I think, to like right. the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lambert's like, he's right behind you. Like, be careful. And so, like, Captain kind of, like, flame throws, like, down a ladder area and uh-huh. goes down the ladder into the third junction. <laughs> so okay, <laughs> the way that I'm describing it is exactly what happens in the movie, where we don't know that nothing means they just keep saying third junction, so we keep assuming they're in the same area. Basically, yeah, exactly. I, well, it. What's good about this is I understand so little of this environment that I'm just along for the ride. Yeah, I'm along for but the terrifying. You could be shit watching ride. it with your eyeballs your own eyeballs and you still don't really know what the fuck's going on. It's all just like, I don't know what any of this is. Okay. So Lambert's like, hold on. I lost the signal of the alien, but it's somewhere around there. And the captain like touches the wall and it's all like slimy. (laughs) And so he like flame throws like down the duct and Lambert's getting a little nervous. Like she's like, it's gotta be around there. Like it's gotta be close. And the captain is like, well, is it clear? Like, I want to get the fuck out of here, you know? And then all of a sudden, the alien dot comes back on, and it's moving really quickly, like, towards him. And she's like, it's moving towards you. Move, move. Get out of there. Get out of there. Get out of there. Get out of there. Move, move, move. And then I turn the flamethrower on myself. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I, I, I was flamethrowing myself before the alien came at me. <laughs> And I got like, it just in time. Ken- Kendrick is um, ruining my storytelling by interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> so we just hear like an alien screech and then they lose contact of him. Great. So now the rest of the crew's all together at the table area. Parker throws the flamethrower on the table and says, we found this. No blood, no captain. <laughs> Lambert is like, has cry face, Ripley's (laughs) thinking, and she's like, let's proceed with the captain's plan. And Lambert's like, no, and end up like the others. And Ripley's like, do you have a better idea? And Lambert says, let's abandon ship. We go in the shuttle and leave, and we take our chances and hope someone picks us up. Yep. Ripley says the shuttle won't take four. And Lambert is like, let's just draw straws. (laughs) 
And Parker's like, we're not drawing straws. He's like, I'm going to go kill that motherfucker right now. <laughs> I'd be like, great, go ahead. Come on, guys, <laughs> let's get in the shuttle. Bye. Yeah. And Ripley's, because he like grabs the flamethrower and like starts to go. And Ripley is like, let's just talk about it. And she's like, listen, will you listen to me? Shut up. Like really takes charge. And is like, okay. It's using the air shaft. And that's, that's the only way to get to it. So we move in pairs, step by step, and cut off every vent until we have it cornered and we blow it into space. We okay. stick together. How are our weapons? And Parker's like, fine, but this one needs refueling. And he leaves he to has go do what? that. The flamethrower. Okay. He leaves to go do that. And Ripley asks Ash, hey, do you have any suggestions from, uh, from you? From science? science? Or mother? And Ash says, no, we're still collating. And Ripley's like, what the fuck does that even mean? And she's yeah, like, I well, I have access now to Mother, so I'm going to go get my own answer, bitch. Nice. Because now she's in charge. Yeah. Yeah. So she now does the whole fucking kitten caboodle. Boop, boop, boop. Put this here. Do this here. Flick this. Mm-hmm. Blah, to get into the Mother room. Of the blinky lights in the Oregon Trail. She types on the computer. Request clarification on science inability to neutralize alien. Mother Request says. Request clarification. <clears throat> Say that again. Request clarification on science inability to neutralize alien. Basically, she's like, why can't the science division figure this Do out? Do its job. Yeah. And mother says, unable to clarify. So Ripley says, request enhancement. Mother says, no further enhancement. Special order 937, science officer eyes only. You Wow. Ripley says, emergency override. What is special order 937? And mother tells her, Nostromo, the ship, rerouted to new coordinates. Investigate life form. Gather specimen. Priority number one, ensure return of organism for analysis. All other considerations secondary. Crew expendable. Are you telling me that Ash set that up? I don't think that Ash set that up. I think the people in charge set that up it's like okay a special order of okay whoever the fuck runs our missions our, our, i don't i don't know what we are <laughs> so mother has turned into or, mommy dearest am i right <laughs> or like the government or i don't know who the fuck's doing right it. so yeah then we cut back to her and ash is like there standing over her shoulder mm-hmm And he's like, there is an explanation for this, you know? And she, like, jumps on him and is like, I don't want an explanation. I want an answer. And, like, throws him and is, like, almost crying and fucking leaves. And she's, like, going through the hallway, calling for Parker and Lambert. And then Ash stops her. He does that thing where he keeps closes the door that's in front of her sort of thing. Yeah. And so she turns around and goes back down the other hallway and he closes that door. 
And he's just standing there, like, staring at her. Okay. And there's, like, a drip of, like, white liquid dripping down his face. Like, it looks like sweat, but it's, like, white. White? Yeah. Okay. Like, a drip of milk almost. Oh, mother's milk. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. Because he's been suckling on it. (laughs) And Ripley says, let me buy Ash. And he stops her. And grabs her head and like rips part of her hair out. And so she runs away and he grabs her (sighs) and throws her against the fucking wall. And then is standing over her and has like more like white sweat kind of dripping down his forehead. So he picks her up and throws her again. And Ripley's kind of like knocked out. Like she's like laying on like a counter kind of knocked out. And Uh he looks unwell like he's kind of tripping out a little bit like alieny not alieny just like i I don't know he's just tripping like like i don't know something he's 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 not behaving the way he's behaved the entire okay time okay so uh he's standing over her and he picks up a magazine and like rolls it up but very like just with no feeling, if that makes okay. sense. You know what I Mechanically. mean? Mechanically. Yeah. And then just like holds the rolled up magazine like over her mouth, I think, to what? choke her. It was the weirdest way to ever choke someone that I've seen okay. in my life. To like but stick it in her mouth? I think, yeah. I think he was trying to choke her with it. It was weird. very weird. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> he does that. He, she's like, and so she, it kind of wakes her up. So she's trying to fight it off. But he's like, seems to have super strength where he's just holding it down. Thankfully, Parker and Lambert come in, but they're trying to pull him off and like can't get him. And like with his with Ash's other hand, he like grabs Parker's chest. And like Parker's a much bigger dude than Ash. Like I feel like Ripley is actually like taller than Ash. Like so. OK, but magically has super strength now. So he like grabs at Parker's chest and finally Parker like hits Ash with a pipe or something like that. Yeah. So it kind of knocks him off. Lambert like takes Ripley away and Ash now is tripping out. Like he's literally like shaking and spinning around the room like against the wall. And, And then he all of a sudden like spits out white liquid Question number nine, you're Parker. What do you do? What does he do? Goodbye. Um, I Honestly, this worked out. Oh, wait. Okay. Now I need, I'm getting ahead of myself. Can I get out of this room? I think so. But I am Parker am I, and I'm covered in mother's milk now. Uh, I don't know if you're covered in it, but I don't know if it hit you per se you're okay, probably great, some drip great. age i'm sure great like, uh okay me lambert and ripley we are leaving this room and we are getting into goldilocks and getting out of this ship and leaving ash here bye parker where's that flamethrower 
Where's that refueled flamethrower? Not with you. Nowhere. Okay. Does he just tackle him because he's bigger? I'll give a point for you. Thank you. Parker uses the pipe or thing that he had already hit him with. Okay. But he hits Ash in the head and Ash's head falls off his body but is like connected by one little kind of string. But like it's just like floop. Floop. <laughs> like his it just head floop. Floops off his neck. His head flooped off, eh? Still still dangling on. Still dangling on, but and it's flooped off. The body's still moving around. So Parker just keeps hitting it. And Ash is like has white liquid squirting all out and kind of like mm-hmm. short circuits, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ash is a robot. Is a... (laughs) Are you fucking telling me that I now have space, aliens, and robots? Yes. I I am telling you that. Any of this at all. Yeah. 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 And Parker's like, Ash is a robot. And so he kind of reaches towards him. And then Ash's body attacks him and is still so strong. So it's like attacking Parker. And so Lambert hits it with something. And Ash finally, like, stops. I So now, this is the weirdest inside of a robot I've ever seen. It's all white liquid and, like, little white bubbles. It's all white. Nothing looks electrical. It's just, like, white liquid and, like, white little, like, bubbly things. Interesting. There is a show that I watched that really went off the rails that was about the earth being repopulated by a mother and father robot. Wolves something. God damn it. You guys can Google it. Uh, but they're, they looked fully humanoid like the way Ash did. Uh-huh. And their blood was white milk. And I think mother's milk, when I just said mother's milk, I think it's from that show. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and it's Westworld. The blood is white. Is white. And their insides are weird looking. Yes. Interesting. And not robot looking. The way we think of robots. It all started here. Yeah. Yeah. It all started here. Like, it's basically his insides do not look like fucking Terminator 2. Right. They look like. (laughs) Really upsetting. Is We can just say really upsetting. Really upsetting is the correct, correct way to say it. Gross. So now they're digging through the weird white insides. And Parker is like, why would the company send a robot? And Ripley says they must want the alien for their weapons division because he's been protecting it all along. So they sent them on this recourse. Oh, no. I think. home base before before we even left earth i think the transmission had been heard and this was probably the plan all along which is why they were ash was like a new replacement which is also why that was even in the contract for a cargo ship right oh i'm so angry oh i'm so angry yeah Yeah. it's fucked (sighs) continue So question number 10, what do you do and what do they decide to do? 
I'll give you a hint. It's about Ash. Well, I know what I'm doing. I'm getting in Goldilocks and leaving. Um, it's about it's a, Ash. It's the other Goldilocks. You know, it's like the baby bear. <laughs> right. Because remember, the shuttle wouldn't take four people. Wouldn't take That's why I was always confused because I was like, okay, well, their whole crew took Goldilocks down to that planet. Right. So the oh, shuttle, okay. so I, think, the I think shuttle is like the emergency Whichever one can, quick yeah. little beep, 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 get out of here. Got it. I'm getting in the quick little beep, boop, and I, and I don't want Ash with me, so this works out great. Um, you're down to three. I mean, yeah, that was so, the max, apparently. Yep. So great. What did they do? It has to do with Ash. Do they use Ash to as bait somehow? Like, I don't know how they would do that, but they use him as bait somehow to lure him, the fucking alien, into the fucking shooter shaft. Point for you. Okay. Ripley tries to fix him because he might know how to kill it. So she wants to talk to him. Okay. So she does some beep boop 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 with the non robotic with insides. the science. Uh huh. And gets <laughs> it's kind of a cool thing, especially for like nineteen seventy nine. Mm-hmm. Cause like he's it his he's laying on a table but his head's, you know, disconnected. So she right. kinda just is like with the head part and then like uh-huh. sits it up. So uh-huh. that way the head is just sitting on the table. Oh, I see. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. then his head comes back to life to talk okay, now that he's a okay. robot. It was cool. Got it. Um, so, but his face is like covered in... Mother's milk. Which looks like... Semen. Yeah. Dried splooge all over. Yeah. And he comes back to life and he's all robot voicey and stuff. And... Ripley asks, what the, what's the special order? And basically, Ash is like, you read it. Like, I thought it was pretty uh, clear, you know. Bring the life form back. All other priorities are rescinded. And Parker's like, what about our fucking lives, bro? Like, you know. And they Ripley asks, you. they don't give a fuck about you. I'm so sorry, yeah. Parker. They don't Not give a fuck Not about you. Hmm. Ripley asks how to kill it. And Ash says... You can't, or he's like, I don't think you understand like what you're dealing with. And he says it's a, the perfect organism. Its structural perfection is matched by its hostility. And Lambert says, You admire it. Ash says, I admire its purity. Ugh. It's a survivor, unclouded by conscience remorse or delusions of morality nerd and parker's like pull the plug (laughs) fuck this fuck this robot motherfucker yeah me and parker yeah we out parker has been right all along let's 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 listen to parker please yeah yeah please wwpd what would parker do (laughs) what would parker do yeah for sure ash says one last word I can't lie to you about your chances, but you have my sympathies. <laughs> and they like disconnect him. Oh my god. Question number 11. What are they going to do and what are you going to do? 
What information did I get? All right. It's perfect organism. Organism. <laughs> It's 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 hostile. I love a good organism. Organism. It's 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 hostile. It's pure. They've disconnected ash hole. My answer is going to be the same. I'm getting on little bear. Um so that's easy. Uh what did they decide to do? Maybe they tell mother, like, we've got it. Send us back to Earth. So they can at least be on a trajectory back to Earth. But then they also, no. They, yeah. I'm going to give you Zero a points. half a point. Half a point. Okay. Uh, for you, because now something else comes to the table, which seems to be half what you're doing and something mm-hmm. else. Okay. Which seems like a good idea. Ripley says, we're going to blow up the ship and take our chances in the shuttle. Baby bear. Great. Great. So Can't be worse than this. <laughs> yeah. They're getting in the shuttle, but they're also going to blow up this mother Blow up the ship. That's so, really smart. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Just in case, I don't know, mother comes back to space somehow. Space? Earth. Mother comes back Earth. to Earth somehow. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Uh, <laughs> Space brain. A space brain. So they leave, and as they're walking out, Parker flame throws ash. And I was like, Yeah. Nice. Goodbye, like motherfucker. Goodbye. See ya. So they're walking through all the hallways and talking about blowing up the ship. Ripley asks, Okay, once I throw the switches, how long until the ship blows? And Parker says 10 minutes. Oh, no. We have a, t- we have a ticket clock. <laughs> no! Okay. But we need coolant for the system, for the shuttle. Baby bear. Okay. So Lambert and Parker are going to go get the coolant from, you know, okay. maintenance from area land. Store. Yeah. And Ripley's going to go get the shuttle ready. She looks at her watch and is like, let's meet each other in seven minutes. Okay. And then we'll throw the switches and blow that fucker off into space. Okay. Yes. Great. So they split up. See ya. Ripley goes in the shuttle and she's turning on all the buttons. You know. Sure. And she hears little Jones meow. Jonesy. Cut down to Parker and Lambert. They're like down. They like wheel in a little cart to some area, and basically they're just pulling out metal cylinders from this pl- thing. Okay, very loudly, like it's just like cling clang, cling cling clang, clang clang. Sure. Back up to um, Ripley, she's like now looking around the shuttle for Jones. Parker and Lambert are like trolleying back with like the coolant they got so far. Ripley is looking around for Jones again, and she can hear Parker and Lambert on like the speaker system or whatever like they're connected mm-hmm. clang clanging so about. she hears like all like the metal sounds yeah and then she hears something she's looking around and she's like jones jones and jones jumps out yeah. of her she's like oh, fucking cat and she like goes and grabs it and is really sweet and actually there's like a, a space cat box for it like a travel okay little home so she puts it in the cat box Okay. I really like that they're paying attention to this cat. I really appreciate that. Ripley really cares about it. 
All of them do. I mean, they they spend a lot of time looking for this fucking cat. I know. I really appreciate it. Uh, I feel like it would have been really easy for them to just be like, well, blowing the cat up with the ship. I appreciate that they're like, this is a being that we can save. Yeah. So Parker and Lambert are grabbing the coolant. And it's like now they're in some other area. So Lambert's like at some wall, basically, just pulling out more cylinders. Mm -hmm. And Parker is kind of behind her, I guess, like kind of on the lookout with like the flamethrower. Lambert all of a sudden stops and stares. Scared face. No. And Parker just says, get out of the way. And we're on Ripley now, who's just hearing this. And Lambert says, I can't can't get out of the way. And he says, get out of the way. You're going to kill us both. And she's like, I can't. She's like crying. And she's like, I can't. And then we see the alien stand up in huh. front of her, and she's just frozen, sobbing. No, me too. And so Parker kind of dives at it, and the alien turns real quick and, like, hits him with its tail. Mm-hmm. And so Ripley has heard all of this, so she starts running towards them. Oh, Ripley. And I think the alien's, like, holding... Parker like up against the wall and now we see its alien face with the mouth and the teeth that (laughs) opens to the more teeth oh no and now Ripley is like climbing down a ladder like with the cat and the flamethrower back at Parker something like shoots out of alien mouth like (gasps) into Parker oh no And then we see the alien tail, like, slowly grab Lambert. Ripley's, like, running and hearing. She's just hearing Lambert scream, like, oh, God. And then an alien kind of roar and Lambert screams. (laughs) Oh, my God. Just get out of here with that cat. And Ripley is, like, stops at some area and is looking around. And she's like, Parker. And then she just sees something and stops and like straight up like shudders. Like she literally was like, (sighs) and we just kind of see in the darkness Parker's bloody body and like some part of Lambert's hanging bloody body. (laughs) Uh, Question number 12. What do you do? What does Ripley do? Goodbye. Uh, Grab some coolant. Get out of here with my cat. I just. I just don't want to do this. I know that I may die in Little Bear, but I don't want to do this. Can I grab the flamethrower before I go? Like, I don't know where it is or you who's have where. I have my own. Mm-hmm. I'm getting out of here on Little Bear with the cat um, and whatever my coolant situation needs to be. She is smart up to this point. I don't get the sense that she gives a shit about Earth, meaning like Earth people or what the Earth science people want. Um, so I think she's going to keep ahead with the plan. She's going to be like, well, meet myself in seven minutes, blowing this bitch up. So hand in hand, I guess. So you're both going to blow up the ship and leave in um, Little Bear. Is it? Yeah. A point and a half. Okay. Point for her. She runs through the ship, gets to some room, opens a panel, and there's like two big levers. So she pulls one lever 
and pulls two lever. And then she goes to like a floor panel, panel, lifts it up, and it says, emergency destruction system. When activated, the ship will detonate in 10 minutes. There's a fail-safe warning, so you have five minutes to stop the ship from blowing up. Does that make sense? Yes. So it's like when I hit start, it's either going to blow up in 10 minutes if you do nothing, Mm -hmm. or if you stop it within five minutes, it'll stop. But if you try to stop it at six minutes, you're fucked. Yeah, exactly. Got it. So it's like a fail-safe system to cut off the emergency. Yeah. So then Ridley Ripley starts pushing buttons and shit, and there's four tubes that she has to screw in, and then cylinders pull up, and Mother says, danger, emergency destruction, activated, T-minus 10 minutes. And so now it's just an alarm going off the rest of the time on Mother. The alarm is just like, and then air Kim's like I'm in space is and blowing. there's an alarm going off <laughs> it's just nightmare fuel every bit it, of the yeah, way yeah, yeah there's fucking you know air blowing around like lights are blinking I think it's like the light and the alarm are going off you know you get it you see it I do Ripley's now <laughs> running through the ship she gets back to that ladder so she has to climb up the ladder with the cat and the gun flamethrower and she runs now down that hall and she does that thing where she's like almost running backwards to like make sure the alien isn't like behind her Mm -hmm. and we hear mother say option to override expires in t minus three minutes (gasps) okay so ripley stops kind of at like the end of one hall and she's like up against the wall and she looks around the corner alien is right (laughs) there so she just freezes and it's like strobe lighting on her face. And she almost like just like falls to the ground and like backs down the way <laughs> and like squiggles around to the hall and starts running. And I'm so sorry, but she left the cat there. So we just see the oh. alien looking at the cat. Question number 13, what does she do now? What do you do now? So that was the hallway to... The baby bear entrance. The baby bear. So that was the the one hallway to the doorway. What does she do now? What do you do now? (laughs) I feel like any space things are ones where we just can't handle it. Any type of space. Underwater space. Water space. Snow space. Snow space space, or space space. Uh, All unbearable. It's really tough. It's very tough. so here's the thing that we're learning. This is a good learning opportunity. Kim and I are total final girls, unless you put us in any, any type, type of space. Of space. We're and dead. then we're like, goodbye. Yeah. Like, we can barely even, no, we barely even want to keep fighting. We're like, just, no, no, just take me <laughs> just out. Send take me out. Yeah. Send my body to space and let me float away send, so I don't have to deal me, with this ever again. Yeah. Okay, I think, I don't know why she does this. This does not compute with me. Does she try to get back to, like, undetonate the ship? To be like, let's let's regroup and give it another go, I guess? So that's her. But I don't know why. I, she appears to have a will to live, which I don't, so. <laughs> uh... 
I guess I'll go, I guess I'll hand in hand. Double day. I really, yeah, I really think I'd rather blow up with the ship. <laughs> I think she's like, okay, the most immediate danger right now is the sh- ship. Like, she's like, if I can't get into baby bear shuttle, I, I, I I'm no blowing chance. up with the ship. Like, so my immediate danger is now this. So she runs through the halls and we're hearing mother say, the override expires in T minus one minute. And she finally is like running and she's like, it's like 29, 28. And she gets to like the system and it's like 19, 18. So she's like pushing down the cylinders now and like mm-hmm. unscrewing on. It's 12, 11. And it goes through like the whole thing. And it's like three, two, one. And she gets those levers and flips them back up. And it says option to override expired. <laughs> <laughs> No. <sighs> and then I wake up. And then this is your your psycho moment. She screams, "Mother!" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she's like, "I turned the cooling unit back on." Mother! <sighs> Ship auto destruct T minus 5 minutes. That's fine. And she screams, "You bitch!" and like <laughs> hits the ship. Yes. Question 14. Now what is she doing? What do you do? Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I, I I know that our goal is to stay alive. I'm getting into my little pod and I'm going to blow up in peace. I, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I, I, I'm not doing this. Um, the amount of trauma I'm experiencing is not worth living for. I'm out. What does she do? Does she try to make a... She has five minutes. Does she try to make a... Okay. I just found a a final surge of a will to live. So we're going to do this. (laughs) Oh, good for you. We're going to do this hand in hand. Okay. I'm going to place a bet that the alien has moved away from blocking my path. And I'm going to make a final run for Little Bear. If I see the cat, I'm going to try to scoop up the cat on my way out. And I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to die anyway. I'm either going to blow up, I'm either going to get aliened, or I'm getting into Little Bear. So that's what we're going to do hand in hand. We're going to run through the halls together. I'm not even excited about the double ding. Like, I I don't, I'm like, it doesn't even matter. I don't even care. I hate this. (laughs) I never (laughs) Like, I don't even care. (laughs) We're almost done. I don't know why we do this to ourselves. (laughs) I don't either. I don't... I'm not sure. (laughs) Hooray, a double ding. Nothing matters. (laughs) Sometimes when I tell people about our podcast, and they're like, oh, that sounds cool. Like, what a good idea. You know, whatever. And (laughs) I think no one really understands, like, the the depth that we, like, get into Mm -hmm. the character of... The depth that we are living inside the story. And it's traumatizing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. So anyway, here you are (laughs) in this situation. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. 
And she runs back out of that area, through the halls, up that ladder, like slowly peeks over the top, doesn't see it. She slowly goes back down that hall. Some system like blows air at her. She's like, and like walks around that. She gets to that corner and she slowly peeks around. No alien. It was a good bet, Porter. She grabs Jones and like slowly with like, she's got Jones in her flamethrower. She goes to like the door of baby bear, but she's like checking. She peeks in. She runs Mm -hmm. in and shuts the door. Mother says, you have one minute to abandon. Shut the fuck up, bitch. (laughs) She cribbly runs to the bridge, flips on all the switches, puts on her seatbelt. T minus 30 seconds, 29, 28. And we see the shuttle fly off into space. And basically the way it is, is like she's at a a window. So she's seeing into space and she's looking at the ship like as we like leave it. Right. And it's still counting. 19, 18, 10 seconds, 9, 8, 3, 2, 1. Explosion. Oh, thank Christ. And it's like so like her like, you know, face just like it's like so bright. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the shuttle like shakes a little bit. And we just see that thing, you know, where it's like dark space and it's like a mushroom explosion kind of thing. Yeah. And, and the idea that explosions happen happen in space and there's no sound is so fucked up and upsetting. <laughs> what? Yeah, there's no sound. How is there no sound? Where's the sound? Because it's space, and space is a bitch. Where does the sound go? But what about it, uh, it, <laughs> it goes into our souls and and kills us slowly from the inside? <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that. Sorry. No. Yeah, no sound. Silent. Fucking hate that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. So Ripley's just sitting there looking at the window and she says, I got you. You son of a bitch. (sighs) And it's just like numb, you know. I don't relate. (laughs) (laughs) So she (laughs) later now takes out Jones and kind of like hugs him and puts him in a little pod. Hmm. Take a little nap. And then she opens a closet, question mark, but like a spaceship closet. Space closet. And she takes off like her jumper and she's down into like a little like tank and undies, basically. She like takes off her necklace and like then she's like pushing some buttons around at one part and then like leans on like one button area and she's like pushing all that. So she's like at like a button board that's next to like a door that goes out into space space. Okay. Um, and she's like, boop, 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 whatever. A hand falls ah! towards her and it's like a big black alien hand. Like falls down kind of onto the board. Oh, okay. And so she like screams and jumps back, but like covers her mouth. Like is like, oh, like quiet, you know. Uh-huh. And we see that the alien is like laying on top of the board, like sleeping question mark. And and you know what, the I mean the a- alien looks like like it has that big giant yeah, head yeah, with like the smooth yeah. part. So like the smooth part, it, you know, it had it's like it was all snuggled. So all we saw was just like a black, shiny thing. It didn't look 
like anything. You right. know what I mean? It looked like a piece of metal or whatever, you know? Right. Like it didn't. Right. So. Right. Ripley like runs into the closet, which is where all of the um, spacesuits to go outside mm-hmm. are hanging. Mm-hmm. And she closes the door, but the door has a window on it so she can see the what's happening whatever the fuck yeah. that is so question number 15 what is she gonna do and what are you gonna do this is like a a, a plan you don't have to get every detail but oh i don't <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be cool if you got some <laughs> Catherine is so upset she guys her face is so upset I'm she's like I already got the fuck out I I'm angry like I'm very angry I'm in the space closet with the space suits and the sleeping alien is out on the on the button board yes and still asleep yeah it ate all my friends I a, so I guess it's don't I, a little bit of a food coma right 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 don't I have a flamethrower not with you not in the closet, at least. Like, in the shuttle. Hand in hand. Because I don't have the brain power to come up with two things. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get back out of the space suit, space closet. I'm going to grab the flamethrower. And I'm going to flamethrow the alien. Oh, wait. But... I want to push it out into space somehow. Like, I want to... Isn't there a mechanism for me to get it out into space? I'm going to flamethrow it out into space. The end. Hand in hand. (laughs) Yes? I'm going to give you two half I win? Yes? Okay. uh, The idea is there. Okay. Oh, you mean I didn't get all of the exact details? No. Yeah. Which I told you you didn't need to, but a little bit more. Okay. So she slowly steps into a spacesuit. Mm-hmm. And she's watching as the alien has a little yawn where he opens his first mouth. And then his, and then second, his mouth second mouth shoots out and is like. <laughs> and then goes back in. And sleepy. And you she, don't have to give me the points, but I just realized she puts a spacesuit on so she can open the space door, and the space doesn't suck her out into into space yeah. death. Yeah, yeah, got it. So got it. I hear you. She is now like putting on the suit and puts the helmet on so she's you know can breathe in the spacesuit. Mm-hmm. And she grabs a spear gun and. Opens the door and now she starts like she's terrified, obviously. So she starts yeah. doing this thing where she starts kind of singing to herself almost. Sure. She's like, You are my lucky star. Lucky, lucky, lucky. And she sits in a chair in front of the door to the outside. And she starts turning the buttons on for, like, I believe the AC or cooling, something like that. You know what I mean? And she blasts it. So, like, all this, like, 
air starts pumping in, like wakes up the alien, which it starts like screeching and it like crawls off the little board and it's like freaking out. And she's just like, you are my lucky, you are. And she turns around in the chair. It's like a swivel chair kind of. Uh-huh. As the alien stands up, like, giant behind her, and she's just like, lucky star. And she glances back, like, just out of, like, the corner of the little eye that she can see, you know, because it's, like, she has that big thing on her head. Mm-hmm. She, like, glances back and, like, screams as it's about to grab her, and she hits a button, and the door opens. So the alien flies back to the door, but holds onto the doorway. Oh, this bitch. <laughs> Motherfucker! Question 16. What do you do? What does she do? Both the alien and Ripley's will to live is astonishing. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful I thing. do not have it. <laughs> she spear guns it and I spear gun it. Double dang! What does it matter? Ripley shoots it with the spear alien floats out into space and Ripley is now looking like watching it out the window and it's all just like floating around space like bumping and like boom 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 and it's like whoa not so cool now bitch bumping into the shuttle and it's all big and floaty and then it kind of like hits like into the exhaust area question 17 what do you do what does Ripley do Exhausted. I'm exhausted. (laughs) I hit the exhaust pipe and it fires it. (laughs) Yay! Can I leave now? She turns on the engine, which blasts out like the fire and blasts the alien away into space. Away. Great. Ripley watches. And now we start with a voiceover of her. Final report of the commercial starship Nostromo. And now it's a shot of her and it's just her kind of like sitting numb. And it's like a slow zoom like into her face as we say this, as she says this. Third officer reporting. The other members of the crew, Kane, Lambert, Parker, Brett, Ash, and Captain Dallas are dead. Cargo and ship destroyed. I should reach Frontier in about six weeks. With a little luck, the network will pick me up. This is Ripley, last survivor of the Nostromo, signing off. And she looks down. (laughs) Me three. And smiles and says, come on, cat. And... Ripley is now asleep in her pod, and it's just a slow zoom into her face, and then we fade to space, and there are space credits. The end. Literally, the only thing I liked about this movie was the fucking cat. (laughs) And Ripley, because she's a badass. You know Sigourney Weaver's so good. Love her. She's so good. Count my fucking points. Hi, Sammies! So, we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool, it's fine. You can still subscribe. 
Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streams. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Okay. Yes? For Dead or Alive, you got five out of eight. Huh. For questions, you got 21 and a half out of 34. For a total of 26.5 out of 42. Which isn't bad for, for Space Space. Yeah, I feel much more dead than that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I think emotionally, you are dead. Emotionally, I am deceased. Yeah. Yes. Did you see the results um, of my dead undead question on Instagram? I did not see the results. No. What did people say? So, um, was it last episode? Because of Army of the uh, Dead? No, it was a vampire it episode. Was it was Blackula. We were yeah. like, if we become undead, so if our goal is to stay alive, Kim and Kat stay right. alive, maybe. That's right. our goal, stay alive. If we become undead... Like, we give Blackula our neck because he's our daddy. Right. Does that mean we are dead or alive? And? So, I had the people vote on Instagram. Sam Nation said, I was honestly surprised by this. It was pretty close for a while. But then, 62% 30 to 38% voted alive. Meaning they think that we did, in fact, find a loophole. Yeah. Great. So if you become undead, you still count as alive. You're alive. Great. I love that we are learning this loophole, and I am going to use it to my advantage whenever I see fit. (laughs) So I have another (sighs) interesting thing. Okay. I was able to watch this twice this time. Okay. And I watched it on two different apps or whatever the fuck you call it you know what I mean sure um and I did it the second time because I needed um captions or whatever and it wouldn't work Mm -hmm. on like the other one that I was using so I take all the notes and I say to myself I swear to fucking god I remember a scene where Lambert slaps Ripley because I remember being like damn Right. I'm like, okay. did I miss it? But I've been sitting here taking very complete notes. That's yeah. all I've been doing. So I look it up, and apparently there are deleted scenes because, and I, I could be wrong about this, but this is what I read, that there's a 2019, so like, what's that? Many years later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 30 years later? <laughs> Forty? No. Forty years 40? later. Forty years later. Yeah. Forty years later. Forty anniversary. They had a re-release with a director's cut, and he took out like the director's cut deleted scenes for pacing. And I was like, I feel like director's cut are usually they add scenes Longer. to be like, here's all the stuff I couldn't include. Yeah. So they took shit out. That's fucking weird as shit. So weird. That's almost as weird, not quite, but as weird as whatever streaming service I watched The Wicker Man on and it took the putting his head in a bee cage scene out. Oh, yeah. I think that was a um, like a rating kind of thing. Rating. Sure. Thing, you know what but I mean? it's like pretty, pretty pivotal scene. Right. 
that they took out. Wow. So I'll tell you some scenes that I watched the first time I watched. And then they weren't, weren't in the scene that I, the one that I just told you, because I was like, what the fuck? Okay. So basically at some point, I think like when Kane first gets brought into the infirmary, um, because remember Lambert and Captain were locked outside and Ripley wasn't going to let them in. Right. So all the rest of the crew is like outside the window looking in. So I think either Ripley or Lambert walks up at that time. So it's the first mm-hmm. time they've seen each other since Lambert's gotten in and Lambert mm-hmm. slaps her in the face. Oh, shit. And I was like, damn. And like Brett and Parker, I think, have to like pull her back because she's like pissed. Like she's like, we could have died. Like you you were yeah. going to let us die out there. You were going to let us die. Yeah. Or at least I mean, Kane. Right. So yeah. another scene is like when Brett dies, it's a bit longer of a scene. So this is why. And I was confused about it when I was taking notes again because I had forgotten this part. But like. Brett disappears and then it cuts to Parker being like, it was huge, motherfucker. Like, it was a huge thing. You know what I mean? And I was like, right. Did you see it? You didn't see because it. Because you okay. weren't in the fucking room. Oh, weird. So this, this, I- I'm sorry, director cut, but like, this didn't even make sense to take out. So yeah. when Brett is like killed, it like lifts him up. And at that moment, Parker and Ripley run in and like, I think kind of see him get dragged away or something. And so remember how. Uh, water was dripping down in that area, like mm-hmm. blood drips down on Parker. And then like the cattle prod like falls to his feet yeah. or something. Weird fucking thing to cut, man. Yeah, because that Weird shows that Parker saw it. Yeah. Like at least like Weird. glanced it, you know what I mean? And it's like yeah. adds to like the emotion because that's like his best friend, you know what I mean? Like right. that's like they're like super buddies out of everyone on the ship. They care about each other, you know? Yeah. And then Normally, that's a network note where it's like pacing and the director's like, no, it shows emotional, blah, blah, blah. That's fucking weird. Right. Keep going. Not, so yeah. the last one, there might be more, but these are the ones I like remembered and yeah. saw the thing. So we thought we're good at least. So after um, that moment where Ripley sees Parker and Lambert's body. So now she's like, I'm going to go blow up the ship basically and get the mm-hmm. fuck out of here because she's the only one left. She goes to some room oh maybe to get the um fucking cool cool i don't know she goes somewhere but i think it's maybe the area where brett died because there's like cocooned bodies of the captain and brett like on like stuck Uh, to the wall kind of i'd like to see that director (laughs) and they're like mutating into like eggs or something maybe because if you remember like we see the bodies of parker and lambert but like captain just disappeared and brett disappears but like we don't know what happened to them so they're cocooned and captain like is still kind of like alive a little bit like he's like kill me and so she flame throws them both and then has to go run to blow up the ship. Weird shit to cut, man. Weird shit to cut. I'm yeah. going to have to go ahead and disagree with you there, dude. Me too. So wow. I think that's what happened of what I watched the second time and what I just told you. It was I was so confused. So Yeah. Um, yeah, it was well, very cool. weird. It's, and I was like, thank and- goodness I remembered that slapping scene because I and it made me look it up, you know. Yeah. That's fascinating. 
so yeah, I was about to I was about to say total my points, and then I was like, we already did that. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go freeze ourselves. We yeah. need to go lay in uh, a pod until next week. Yeah. Uh, so this has been Kim and Kat. Uh, uh, to follow us on all the things. Also, can you guys rate, review, and subscribe? To us, please. And then also, we have another podcast. Um, Kim and Cats Survive the Cellar. Yeah, Mike Mendez and Katie yeah. Katz, um are in the episode that just came out on Monday. And it's very yeah, fun. Yeah, it's super fun. There's a good competition between those two. Very good competition. Follow us at KK Sam Podcast on all the things. Join our Facebook group, Sammy Stay Alive, maybe, unless it's in space. And then our other podcast, follow us at KKSTC Podcast. And you can join our Patreon where we all float in space together and do yeah. um, talk about space science, flying ship science talk all yep. the time. All we know the time. It. We are experts. This has been Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Maybe. So until next week, stay alive. Stay alive. Catrin will self-destruct in T minus three seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs>